0: I'm hoping you'll become more aware of those moments when a deeper part of you is prompting you to see things differently and maybe even go a new direction. So let's get started. In this episode, I read one of my popular blog posts. It's titled, My Strange Relationship with Freedom. It's from January of 2022, 16 months after I'd left my Midwestern hometown to go live in a Florida beach town. When I arrived back in May of 2020, I was about to get my PhD, I didn't have a job, and I felt anxiety about using the money from the sale of my home until I could figure out what to do. Oh, and it was the beginning of COVID. I was having an inner battle with my need to know how things would go, and this was what turned out to be my life lesson, to surrender to not knowing how the rest of my life was going to go to not have a plan, and to trust my life would unfold in the right way. Yikes! And then I had this moment. That's what this post is about. Before I read it, I was wondering if I could ask you something. I'm on a mission to grow a movement of self-reflecting humans. One way I do that is through depth psychology coaching, but I can reach more people through my podcast, Dose of Depth, blog posts, my books, I have a new one coming out soon, And all of this takes time and some money. I create, produce, edit, promote, everything. If you're a fan of Dose of Depth podcast, would you be willing to support my work for $5 per month? I recently got my first taker and his $10 monthly donation helps offset the cost of hosting my podcast on Buzzsprout. If you want to check it out, click the little icon on my photo that says become a supporter. There's a little heart next to it. Thanks for considering supporting my podcast. Back to the blog post My Strange Relationship with Freedom. I've been having a whole new set of feelings lately, a mixture of feelings that's difficult to pin down. A kind of malaise has overtaken me these days. All I know is I don't like it. But I'm not running from the feelings this time, or pushing them down, or hurriedly trying to replace them with more pleasant feelings. I tried, but they're not going away, so I'm sitting in them as if I was a child sent to the corner for a timeout. Part of me is amused with myself because having these feelings means I'm finally free. And then I recalled that saying about being careful what you wish for. What I'm learning is that getting what you never thought you had feels liberating at first and then is kind of scary. I thought back to a dream I had in January 2020, five months before I got in my car left my Midwestern hometown and my young adult children and drove to a beach town in Florida to start the next chapter of my life. Here's the dream. I was driving in a small town looking for something but not sure what. Suddenly, I found myself driving around a sharp curve. I'm too close to the edge. Panicked, I gripped the steering wheel and tried to get back on the road but it was too late and then I just let go. My car drove off a cliff and into the water. I wasn't scared. I was more aware of my thoughts about how to escape from the submerging car. It must have been an older model because there was a crank for the window. I started turning it, and the window seemed to be opening. For years prior, I had always gripped the steering wheel as I drove over an actual bridge in my hometown. The fantasy of driving off the bridge plagued me. It scared me. I kept it secret for many years out of fear. I had a deep desire to kill myself. When I finally brought the fantasy out into the light during a therapy session, I began to realize that what I desired was the feeling of being in the space between my life and something unknown. To let go, to be free from something, like in that movie, Thelma and Louise, that look of liberation on their faces at choosing death over oppression has always stayed with me. I'm free, now what? This will cause me to think about freedom in a new way. As I walked the beach one morning this past week, I stopped and said out loud, what a strange relationship I have with freedom, as if freedom was a friend, a parent, or a lover. I wanted to share an excerpt from my new book about an epiphany I had about my relationship with freedom. The dramatic insight gave me the final push I needed to drive off the cliff of my past without knowing where I was going to land. This excerpt is on page 31 of chapter 5, The Forces That Shape You. It's from my new book, Your Soul is Talking. Are you listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. So this is from that chapter. Not until midlife unraveling did I realize my life had been driven by an instinct for freedom and that it had shown itself in different ways as I zipped through life. The childhood part of my life had been consumed by freedom from the burden of proving my mother was a good mother. Skipping into adulthood with optimism and certainty that only I would determine the course of my life reflected my new drive towards self-determination, the freedom to do things. I felt exhilarated as I freely pursued life goals like education and career, not worrying about what anyone thought of me. I worked in a male-dominated field, I found my voice as a feminist activist, and I felt free to have sex. Even within the convention of marriage— I felt free to adapt it to fit my values, resisting the oppressive symbolism of the contract that was designed to achieve aims that most never contemplate. My husband and I walked ourselves down the aisle as partners. Two decades later, as my 24-year marriage was falling apart, I realized that I hadn't been as free as I thought I'd been. Now my instinct for freedom feels like a journey to circle back to what being felt like before I was corrupted by other people's ideas about what I ought to be and do. Circling back implies returning to a place you left, so leaving is part of the deal, I guess. Could it be that without the journey I have already taken, the falling apart phase, the inspiration to return home to some part of me might not have arisen? Circling back to being implies I've been there before, this place of pure being. But because it's been so long, I don't remember what it feels like. Convention corrupts, but it also offers protection from vulnerability that accompanies charting your own course. Losing your sense of direction is disorienting at first, but it's also part of the process of finding a new anchor. Now, I was free, but I couldn't handle it. Not yet. First came anxiety about money. I laugh now as I recall not allowing myself to relax more than a couple weeks after I settled into my new beach town, even though I had enough money from the sale of my house to pay my bills for a year. That's not what that money is for, I'd scold myself. Then came anxiety about a job. Odd coincidences brought out a buried creative urge. I started writing and I loved it. I should be looking for a job, I'd scold myself. It had taken great emotional courage for me to leave my old life behind, and I knew I couldn't go back now, but the anxiety caused by the uncertainty about the right thing to do was almost more than I could bear. A year went by, and my house proceeds had been depleted, but oddly, I felt more secure than a year earlier. Progress! Then came shame about having to take money out of my IRA. That's not what that money is for, either, I'd scold myself, but... I did it. And a year later, I still have the same amount of money in my IRA as before I took the money out. I guess the universe had my back. Now I'm relaxing into my new life as a writer and I'm building a new coaching business. I know I'm doing the right thing because of how I feel every time I write a short story or a blog post, share a video on Instagram, explore dreams with my coaching clients and get a heartfelt review about my book. Living without knowing. Letting go of pleasing others or the need for validation and doing things out of desire instead of obligation leads to this sweet spot of bliss. Finding my new foundation had to do with letting go of fitting into someone else's thoughts about what was right and wrong. But it's slow and I'm feeling antsy again. I want to move again, but I don't know where to go. Maybe Annapolis, Maryland. I don't know what I want except to find a million people who will be entertained and or receive healing from my writing. The things that used to be fun just aren't anymore, and I've totally let go of all the definitions of what it means to be in relationship with people as friends and lovers. It scares me to not know what I want or what brings me joy or makes me feel good, except for the moments of joy from writing and helping others come into deeper relationship with their SELF, capital S. I've never not known what I wanted. Even when you think you know what you want, it might be convention that has shaped your desires. I've concluded that not knowing what I want might mean I'm even more free, that I'm completely open to something I know nothing about. It's fucking scary. It's also beginning to feel exciting too. All I can say is bring it on. The fact that I'm sitting in these feelings and I'm taking money out of my IRA to build my new life means I'm building my new freedom muscle. I have no idea where my life is headed, but my discomfort tells me I'm free in a whole new way. Stay tuned. Try this. What kind of relationship do you have with freedom? Do you have a perfectionism complex? How does it keep you from exploring the unknown? Where do your desires come from? What conventions are you letting go of and which ones are you most attached to? Anxiety and depression can be seen as a prompt from your unconscious, your soul, to let go of old structures and make way for new ones. This is never an easy process, though. How is your individual anxiety or depression part of a collective desire for new structures to emerge when it comes to how we live our lives? Reflect and journal about your thoughts about one or more of these questions. And go ahead and leave me a comment or even ask me a question. I hope you liked my reading of one of my popular blog posts, and you might think of other people to share it with. Also, you might want to read the post on my blog at DeborahLukovich.com. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to Dose of Depth podcast if you haven't already. It helps get my work to new potential listeners. And if you're feeling inspired to support my work, become a supporter. Until next time. I'm your host Deborah Lukovich, and you are listening to Dose of Depth podcast. To get updates on new episodes, my writing and how I teach my clients to get to know that deeper part of themselves, go to com. Oh, and if you're not ready for a coach, learn what my clients know in my book, Your Soul is Talking. Are You Listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. You can check it out on my website or get it on Amazon.